I was uh, I was on a class trip and um, we so part of the trip was like oh we check out an old uh, like battleship right and so we sleep over in the battleship and I was sleeping on like one of the top bunks. You slept in the battleship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was like so for Boy Scouts cool. or whatever. Um, but anyway, so we slept on the battleship and it's like not a moving one it's like an old one anyway so we're sitting i'm sitting on the top bunk and the person like one of our teachers like knocks on the door in the morning to like for us to open like the cabin or whatever so i just remember i woke up i just like scooted out of my bed i took a step and then like i was like oh i guess i'm still dreaming because i'm like falling (laughs) and then i hit the ground and opened the door and, and she was like what was that sound i was like oh i was just dreaming or is it time to go and like <laughs> apparently the guy on the bottom bunk like saw me like fall from the top bunk land and open the door as if nothing happened and he's like what are you cat man <laughs> like it's just such a weird like you, you just like as a kid you just kind of fall and you're like oh well <laughs> i guess something weird happened but i'm still looking at something I else i guess i'll continue walking right oh, well. <laughs> as you were as you were <laughs> now it's like i fall like half a foot and I'm like my knees my feet oh <laughs> i can feel everything crumbling ah uh, my knees they're dust it's like oh <laughs> Welcome to Third Culture Block, a place where we have creative and sometimes serious conversations about everyday experiences that shape the stories in our corner of the human narrative. I'm Wissar Jabrir. I'm Ahmed Mustafa. And I'm Mohammed Ismail. Every time I try to call my grandma, it doesn't go through, or the time difference is wrong, or it's just like, it, it does the whole like, calling but not actually ringing so inevitably like it'll just leave her a, a missed call without actually ringing on her side and i think a big thing is fiber sucks <laughs> um and she only knows how to use fi- or she only uses fiber um and i don't so that's also another thing is that like I barely ever check my Viber. Well, I wouldn't check your Viber either. There's like 800 unread messages. That's because they have these crazy family groups that like, if if you go three days without checking it, all of a sudden, like, the, yeah, like you said, 800. It just, it's a lot. It's a lot. I just, it just stays right there. Boom. Um, but yeah, this no. This is a problem. It, I'm not ready to deal with right now. Yeah, it just like that's just I don't where do you where do you even begin? Where do you even begin? Or it's like one of those family members that sends five or six articles or five or six videos or whatever a day. And I'm just like I don't have that mental capacity, right? But it's also I like I have other applications to scroll through. I like, can't be you looking through your personalized feed. I just, you know, and so here's also like the thing is that Technology is a huge barrier, even though technology is something that is um, is what makes it possible to keep in touch, quote unquote, on the regular with right. with family. But compared to last, compared like, to what it used to, to be, yeah, right. Um, as in, like you don't have to have a, a a computer or you don't have to write a handwritten letter that 
you wait like a few weeks just to get to somebody or i was talking about side. just like even when we were kids like my whole childhood is filled with my dad just yelling in the house trying to like get over like the or line. you pay for you pay for like the the the, the um the, the long distance cards. cards. Yeah, yeah, the, the call, call cards. cards. Exactly. The call cards. Like oh my god. Those <laughs> yeah. things were a no, nightmare. Just, yeah, but it's just like because because our family is from Libya and there's that whole um the power cut thing situation yeah. going on mm-hmm. and off all the time. So if there's no power, there's no internet. And if there's no internet, there is no connectivity to the outside world. And if uh, even if people do have internet, it's not like they know the secret code for special internet that you had, right? Oh. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's a thing now, but no. When I went last time, there was like, um, you can you can get LTE, or it was four G or something. Did you, did it you was know like you could get higher. like like LTE or like four G network in Libya? No. Yeah. yeah. No. Saw, we like, saw his secret like GTA. She was, was telling like, me. I got this, and then he showed me how to do it. It's okay. Like you do like a pound. Any story that starts, any Libyan story that starts off with, I got a friend who knows a friend who knows a guy who knows someone. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Oh no! But That's here's a good the story. thing. It's not even a friend of a friend of a friend who knows of a cousin who. No, it was just direct. It was one, one. What is it? Um. No, it's a layer of separation. Well, yeah, level of bacon. One level. One degree. Yeah. One degree, one of, degree separation. of separation. That's so it was just like right there. He's like, "Oh, I got you, fam." Takes my phone. Ding, do, 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 Bam! I had better internet quality, and I had it as, and it was like as long as you had um, credit on your phone, you had internet. I was just like, "Yeah." Explain this wizardry. It's so great. apparently this is like part of the El Madar supremacy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a side note, this is a completely different story from what you told me when you told me this two days ago. What do you mean? How? You were talking about like, oh, it's like GTA cheat codes. You could just yeah, punch it, it in. Yeah, <laughs> The friend is the one who gave me the GTA. It's literally like star. You you do star, one, five, one, five, pound, like five Flip different the phone. like you know it, yeah no it that's what did i say Jump how, on did, one I, leg. how yeah. did i change it i said the friend yeah. provided the gta mm. grand theft auto hack like cheat things right and you just like he like press a bunch of buttons and different codes into the thing and then bam bada bing bada boom i can drive around on a bicycle with nunchucks in my hand like wait you know, what like, <laughs> <laughs> i thought we were talking about internet grand theft auto okay uh, got it <laughs> Or you can summon a helicopter. <laughs> these are these are advanced Liviana cheat codes. Like you could just use but your yeah, phone to summon. I was just, I just, you know, I always love having those friends. But yeah, not everyone has special internet, so not they get the the, 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 the the connectionism got that. It's, it's yeah, it's just it's broken. The connection is broken. So yeah, so so it's really hard to get a hold of my grandma. And so it's like a, a game of phone tag most of the time for like, it, and it, here's the sad part is like, it can go on for like weeks or months um, of just phone tag. Even if she is awake, she might not have internet and maybe she'll have internet when I'm not awake. And so it's, I think that that's a big struggle with keeping in touch. And then also I ain't gonna lie guys. I, th- this panorama pandemic pandemic thing that's where we're in we're in right now like it just like made me really socialed out and i have developed i had social anxiety before but now i just have like a 
pinch of salt more of social anxiety and it's just like i feel like you were like a hermit before and now you're like you've got like social anxiety <laughs> i feel like i was a hermit because i had social anxiety um, no how about that how about that where i have social anxiety yeah i was a hermit because of social anxiety chicken to the so egg. anyway so now it's like so now it's like it's really hard to keep in touch with like it's like let me just try to keep in touch with my mom mm. right let alone try to call so and so and so and so and right and like the technology issue doesn't help it doesn't at all. help at all I, it, it makes me think of like all of there's always this like these weird schemes that people had before viber and before like mm. there's always like a new app or something um i don't know if you guys knew uh saw this but there was like a bumblebee thing like it was like a weird exposed like motherboard that you could click into your Ethernet and then Wait, like you can use that to like what? every other every other like <gasps> month. There was also there is this oh do you, do you guys ever have that what is it magic um yes yeah what's it called I forget um, what it's called magic box yeah or, yeah um, exactly it was like it had like a little bumblebee yes. on it or something yeah. what is it do you called? know what I'm talking about Mohammed. When it comes to the satellite, Libyans had every single cheat code yes. on lock. <laughs> right. They're like, "What's that? What's that? You want you you, you want to watch channels in Chinese? I got you. Boom, 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 boom. And you've got like a thousand channels in Chinese. Oh, what's that? Spanish? Got it. What from Madagascar? Yes. There's a guy in a village somewhere broadcasting. Right. And they all have Arabic subtitles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's just confusing because it's like why don't we have internet oh but the tv's working he's like oh why is the tv working he's like uh. <laughs> like my even my dad like at home he's just like yeah trying to get like arab channels or whatever and he's like i have a libyan friend he brought me this uh magic jack what well, we saw just remember yeah. the name and, and you know it allows you to get libyan channels and you can also make phone calls and it does your taxes no it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't do the libyan cha- it makes so it what it taxes. does was you connect your phone to the thing which is connected to the internet like to an ethernet i think or something like that yeah so it used it used the internet to make the phone call so you can call and it gives you an american number mm-hmm. so you so you're calling like local just a local yeah exactly mm-hmm. another local a local number and so it's unlimited calling <laughs> But especially, but at that time, it's unlimited calling after 9 p.m. our time because, you know, T-Mobile. Oh, by the way, when I found out that internet worked on credits in Libya, my whole life was just, like, upturned. It was absolutely wild. You know, like, for your phone, like, you have, like, a prepaid phone? The internet's prepaid. You, you you buy little cards to get credits for your for your phone. You do the same thing for internet. Uh, when when we were in Tripoli, well, when I when I was in Tripoli, data, right? Yeah, it would, it would be like data. It's like it's not like a. But you had to buy the card. Like, there, there was, was there no, was no like plan services. Yeah. You had to just do it through the cards. And so like, we would be in Libya. Uh, one of my little siblings would pull up one YouTube video, and all the internet's gone for the week. Like it's just like God, why? <laughs> Guys, are we sure we want to watch this video? <laughs> right, it's a commitment. And like, God forbid, you start it over and you have to rebuffer it and like pull the info again. It's like, oh, jeez. Why? Game's are over. we watching this video uh, in 1080? Uh, Why? Uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. For some reason, Libyans are all about Viber. They are 100% all eggs in one basket. Yep. I have Viber. You want to communicate with me, you have to download Viber. 
So I have to have Vibo on my phone to speak to one relative. Yep. In Libya. Yep. And I I, I don't understand why. Like, why? Well, Explain this to me. For please. me, I, I feel like it's like a it's like a security thing. Because like, like WhatsApp was the secure thing and it was kind of thing. But then Facebook bought it and it's like, oh, Facebook. And so I feel like everyone's like, oh, Viber is like encrypted and secure and all that. And like the reason I think it's that is that that's what it is for my dad. I remember my dad was we remember we were talking oh about like God. doing the long distance cards or whatever. My dad had a call. He was uh, he was calling his mom back in like Tobruk and he said that he heard like a click in the background and he started oh like my God. he started like he's he's he started yelling on the phone at the other person who was like he thought was listening on the line, right? Mm-hmm. And so oh he's God. like, he tells his mom to hang up and there was someone listening on the line. My dad started talking to that guy and, uh, and my dad, like, like my dad was like, Haram I'm like trying to talk, like, like shame on you. I'm just trying to call my mom while I'm in the States. It's like, you know, I'm just listening, you know, just checking. And like, like, that, like shamelessly just like, yeah, I'm listening to your call. That's all you get. Like I, my dad tells me that story all the time. And I was like, that's absolutely ridiculous so for him it's like oh viber is encrypted and oh my God. like secure and that's why i can use viber it's not what is it your dad also there was this one time he wanted to talk to you about something but it was like a private thing and you're like hold on call me on whatsapp oh yeah like he, he'll like hang up on me mid call like if we if he's like i need to talk to you about a business project and he's like i was like oh okay what's up he's like not here <laughs> I'll see you on Viber. I'll see you on WhatsApp. Not it's here. Like, not here. Boop, boop, boop. My child, it, it is not safe. <laughs> we must move on. All right, we like switch. I'm like, all right, Dad, what's up? They're gonna steal my And like, I, I, legitimately, like, if, if with a history like that, I, I don't blame him. Yeah. You, know? you had the call card days, and then all of a sudden, people were on their mobile phones. And there's actually a really interesting uh, analysis of the whole continent of Africa and how they've actually skipped a step in the adoption of technology. And a lot of them don't have landlines, but they will have a mobile phone, a smartphone, where they are hooked to the internet and they have access to everything that you have access to. And I just find that really interesting because for the longest time, um, we struggled uh, to call our family from the UK. Uh, We'd get the call cards and they'd run out and <laughs> I just remember my parents every time before they placed a call, they would call, the, they would dial this special number and they would say, your balance is currently five pounds. And then my dad was like, okay, five pounds. That's like, that's like, that's like five seconds. Oh, good, okay. Six, six words, then, pick it carefully. <laughs> exactly. And then he starts planning. Okay. Salaam alaikum. Okay. No, no. Okay. Salaam. Yeah. Stick it down to salaam. Salaam. How are you doing? Everyone's good? Cool. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I love that. No, that's so good. No, I mean, I totally feel this whole technology, like, light year thing or skip jump. Because, like, the idea of, like, a virtual currency is really weird here in the States. But, like, when we were on our honeymoon in, like, Africa, like, virtual currency was super normal. Like, it was very, very normal to have, like, different virtual currencies transferred between, like, devices. Like, it was very it was odd to see like hard currency used for almost anything so there, there's just this sudden jump to everyone has a phone everyone's connected to the internet and it's a smartphone so we cater to audiences like that and do it like that um and communication is pretty much exclusively through like mobile devices mm-hmm. yeah it's funny how, Whereas... you how you mentioned the land 
it just kind of like sparked this memory. Um, when we went to, we had our, um, we went to Surya for a summer, and the, my grandparents' apartment, um, did not have a landline, the, or at least they didn't have a phone ringing, so in order to call my dad, or, or whenever my dad would call us, he would, it would go through, like, our neighbor's phone, so they would come <laughs> Wait, knock what? Oh my god. Oh god. And be, and so, like, imagine you're calling on a call card, and, like, half of the time goes just for, like, Walking next for... door, ringing the doorbell, it's like, oh, it's your son. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I just, I totally forgot that was a thing. They, like, this is recently, um, in the past few years, where they desperately, like, are trying to keep the tradition of having a landline, because I guess, like, everybody fought for their landlines. Um, so hard, so much, and so they're just like. But why? They call me. They'll just be like, the someone will call on like the cell phone. Like no, 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 call me, call me on. Okay, call me on the landline, and they hang up and they'll call. <laughs> wait, wait. I I want to take a second to appreciate that line. What what do they say when they want you to call a landline? Arabi, which is the Ca- landline. Call me on the ground. Call me on the on the ground. On the land. Call me on the land. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> None of your wavelengths in the air business. I want oh, land-bound you communication. You and your technology. Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> and now here, like almost nobody has a landline anymore. We just recently got rid of ours. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that was like. You that got was, rid of it. Yeah. No, my my uh, dad uh, and my mom were just like, okay, like we'll just get rid of it and we won't have to pay for it every month. And it, it took, nobody's going to know. They're going to find out. They're going to know. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like with the advent of like unlimited minutes or whatever, it's like, that. there's it, really just there's no, reason. no reason. There's no reason. To have so we have to have a landline. A lot of the pro- internet providers in the UK will actually ask you for your landline to hook you up. So even though there are a few options, that majority of, of them will say, yeah, we need you need a landline. So we pay like a base fee for a landline, and then we don't really use it. <laughs> it's gotten to the <laughs> level where whenever the landline calls, I <laughs> whenever I visit home, my mom and dad are like, yeah, that's spam. Don't answer that. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> like, uses every time. Only people who every don't time. know us use that. <laughs> exactly. The people who know us will call us on our mobile phones. <laughs> if it's landline, it is spam. <laughs> Well, that's the thing here. Like, it's bundled together. Like, you can get like, oh, and only for twenty dollars more a month, you can have a landline with your. It's like, oh no, 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 no. I remember there was this one bundle where you actually saved money if you included the landline. But I was like, interesting. Use it, and they're like, no, you don't have to use it. I'm like, all right, I saved twenty bucks. Okay, cool. Sign me up. Had a landline. (laughs) Phone. God, if you if you make them popular the again, was. I guess why? I have no idea. With communicating with family abroad, like, do you guys face any language barriers? Do you find difficulty? Yeah. Uh, Ahmed, I feel you have a lot to say on this. Yeah, yeah I, I, no. I felt I felt that deep sigh. <laughs> It's so hard. <laughs> it's so, like growing up, especially like 
your role in the conversation was usually like, Assalamu alaikum. And then they were like, oh, da, 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 da. and you're like, I didn't want to be here because, first of all, I didn't want to be. But second of all, I don't know what to say. Alhamdulillah. What? And then there's silence on the other side. There's this particular silence when you say, thank God. And someone's like, oh, he, he's just nodding and smiling. Oh, he doesn't know. Oh, and it's like, uh, and then you get this weird, like, um, shift of, like, english where you know me and i was like yeah i don't know you <laughs> i am i'm a, i'm a bad person it's okay you used to ride on my shoulder it's like no don't, don't no recollection yeah zero recollection do you think because you had that language barrier when you're physically there that um that really has an effect on um how like how often or how little you keep in contact with family now yeah definitely i mean i'm like i'm kind of intermittent when it comes to talking with family or talking like reaching out with friends and family generally but when it's not I, i think specifically arabic because spanish like study that in school i have confidence about it i feel like there was always this expectation i needed to know Arabic and if I didn't there's like that disappointment silence and you're like ah (laughs) oh no and so and then right now like in this virtual world it's really easy to be able to pick up like oh you picked up every other word and you can kind of suss together what the sentence was they were trying to say and then keep moving on right Mm -hmm. if I miss anything in an Arabic sentence like my lack of mastery it it, it it's just like everything <laughs> crumbles no it crumbles it's like are we are we talking about the male chair or the male like cousin like what <laughs> yeah i'm just like muslimin muslimain muslimun she's like what which one what did you conjugate uh, and it's like yeah no so it's devastating for me because like i'm trying to i'm very used to just um like I can, I can pick up. You can wing it. I can wing it. You know, you give me enough of what you're saying and the your face or the intonation. I'm like, all right, I got, I got what you're saying. And so, yeah, no, I did. That that was really hard. I think reaching out to family growing up. Have you ever had coaching from your parents whilst you're on the phone? Yeah. My parents will be in the background. They'll be in the background, and I'll be on the phone. They would have had the phone before me, right? So they know who I'm talking to. And they're like, oh, you want to talk to Muhammad? Yeah, sure. Muhammad. Yes, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Assalamu alaikum. And then my parents would be like, yeah, go and say this. And then my dad or mom will whisper something. I'm like, uh, alhamdulillah, assalama. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then then you, see, you see the mouth like. It's like, uh, oh, shukran alay, baby. And it's just like, oh, no. <laughs> shukran alay, baby. Oh, and no. the, yes, when you, mis- when you mispronounce it, your parents are like, no, they shake their head violently. No, 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 that's not what we said. We did not say shukran baby. No. No, no, not that one. It's like, like I've gotten Arabic a little bit better over the years, but like growing up, it was, it was terrible. It was just so hard. I always had that moment, like the social anxiety would just kind of like boil up. And 
I would like they'll be like, Oh Thadi, can you come come talk to your aunt or come talk to so and so, come talk to so and so and I'll just like we I just like sit there and I'll melt and I'll just be like, No, no, don't make me you can't make me <laughs> And I just like almost cry. I just don't I don't know why. I just didn't I don't, know like, what to I don't, say. I don't know what to say. And it's not even like for me it's not even like a language barrier. It's just like I have zero in common with a lot of my relatives and it's just like past the I'm good, you're good, how's how school, how's this, how's that? Like, past the small talk, there's nothing to talk about. And it's just like, why do you want me to waste five, why do you want me to waste five minutes of my life? Just small, repeating, alhamdulillah, Allah salamak, keep harik inter, alhamdulillah. So it's like, yeah, I'm good, thank, uh, thank you, how are you? Oh, you're good, okay, I'm good, yeah, thank you, how are you? Like, yeah, there's, re- uh, on repeat, I'm good, thank you, how are you? And it's it's that's, like, culturally normal. Like, it's super normal to go into the conversation and ask someone how they're doing, like, 20 different ways, 20 yeah. different times. It's like, yeah, how's your health, how's your this, how's your that, how's your good, how's your family, how's your... I did, Yeah. I did a very small social experiment where, you know when you meet someone, and that that interaction that you just spoke of yep. takes yeah. place of like how are you i'm good how are you i'm good how are you yeah how's the kids one time i was like you know what i'm gonna stay quiet and i did and you know what they played out their script like it was yeah. A recording yeah and they kept going and i'm looking at them honestly i'm not saying anything other than smiling i'm like okay and and i was like that's really interesting yeah. It's clearly ingrained to just like blurt out this this monologue for fifteen seconds when you first see someone. Right. It's like the it's like the biker who come who's going by that you recognize and they're like, Hey, how are you? And they don't actually care how are you. They're gonna bike by. They're not stopping for you, right? So it's just mm, like mm, mm, it's mm. just ingrained. But like the Arabic version is a tw- thirty second monologue go, right? It's just like <laughs> let me ask you everything. what's what's great is in in person when you're um when you're greeting someone in person um because we 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 greet people by like kissing them on the cheeks right it's just like it's interesting from person to person because i feel like um the older women get like the less flip-flopping of the cheeks so you'll like you'll you'll greet on one cheek but you'll greet like 700 times. It's four times in Libyan culture, right? But you'll do it like 700. So with, so with each kiss on the cheek, Alhamdulillah. You know? It's like, it's like that, it's like that video of the guy who like has all the papers and he's stamping them. It's like, Yeah, literally. It's just like, Exactly. You know, and it's just like, that is a talent. That is a talent. You know? It just those are the ones that like okay all right okay let me go I'm now I'm exhausted let me go now and they have like a really g- a good grip on you too so you can't even like <laughs> no I I felt that that's that that big auntie energy it's just like you're not going anywhere it's just like 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 you, they're greeting other say, people I, while they have you I, like it's it's funny <laughs> you are now a hostage right i beca- because i i i code switch between a lot of cultures so i know libyan culture traditionally it's four kisses it's right 
And so when they go beyond four, I'm sitting here, I'm like, wait, I counted four. Let, let me go. Let, let me go. Let me go now. Let me go now. And they're still going. And just that they have that grip on you. It's just like, oh, okay. We're doing more than four today. Okay. Yeah. It's, I haven't seen you in a while. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, my God. God. And then once you get past that, it's just like. And then it's awkward in silence. Because well, you're trying to, like, relate to experience. So it's just like, like. I, I try to talk to my cousins and I'll be like, all right, what do you, what do you do for fun? Or like, what, what do you, what have you been up to? It's like, it's like, Oh, not much, you know, war going on outside and all. I was like, Oh, right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yep. Yeah. And it's like, Oh man, I want to be involved in your life and like ask you about your life and, and know about you. But it's just like the priorities are so different that it's really difficult. Like I know when Nadine went over there, uh, my older sister, like she lived there for a couple couple of months, um, and then like both the houses next to hers blew up, and I was like, oh, like this is a different level of priorities. Like I'm just thankful every day that I'm alive, and I'm not looking, I'm not thinking about like, man, I didn't write as much as I wanted to today. It's like I'm the I'm living and I have electricity and water. Nice and like mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Only cut off the electricity two hours. Right, exactly, God. exactly, right. And so today it, was it, a good day. It's today not was a good day. Dear diary, today was a good day. <laughs> Despite the fact that growing up, like it was drilled in our brains that you have to be, you have to keep up communication. You have to do this, which I'm not. I think for me because I do have social anxiety I think I've come to terms with that and I'm accepting the fact that sometimes I don't have the emotional capacity to talk to people whether it's like respond even like down to responding to a text while all at the same time growing up you're taught you can't not respond to people but here's the weird thing is i think with the excessive the excessive um connectivity we have with other humans um it just become has become way too much um and i think even more so during this pandemic for example like i i I realized that i my phone broke for a month and I had I did not care if if it came back alive or not and until Ahmed was like maybe uh maybe you should figure out how to fix your phone so then I I eventually got it going but like I love the connectivity and how technology has improved and and how you know we've 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 overcome certain obstacles in being able to be connected but now I just feel like it's excessive and the expectations are high and people are take it seriously if you human for a while and you don't talk to a person for a really long time well Um, i I feel like saying that not talking to people is humaning is is kind of like a misnomer no 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 no. when i say not i'm talking about not i'm talking about not talking to people like not constantly being expected to respond to your phone at any time of the day so if somebody yeah we touched upon that in the mental health issue uh, episode yeah so so yeah so so yeah so like going back to that like i think 
that has put a damp in my connectivity connect connectivity abilities. That that yeah, that, that word, okay. Right. All right, my yeah, connectivity hey, abilities. It is a word now. To I yeah, just like majestical. Um, majestical. Oh God, oh. no. It's a word. <laughs> I know it's not an actual word. Anyways, so my ability to stay connected with family is just. It becomes a lot, and it becomes overwhelming, um, and the high expectations of you have to be responsive, well, you have to... I, I like, think also part of it is that, like, not only is there that expectation, but there's also receipts on everything, right? Like, yeah. the last time you called, you can look that up very easily. Or the last time you texted or, or messaged someone, you can... So you suddenly have this like almost like a paper trail of the communications that you've had, which like compared to how it is and compared to like history that we're losing in Libya right now, like there's no paper trail of the communications or the stories that that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's like there's there's this added pressure, but it's also kind of a relief that those stories get maintained. It's it's a weird kind of balance of technology. That was actually one of the main driving forces behind me starting Libyan Tales, the page oh, on Instagram. Yeah. Where I felt I felt exactly that that there for for me personally anyway, there wasn't really a connection to the Libyan past. I would hear stories and you know, unfortunately I only have one grandparent now. Mm-hmm. May God give her a long, healthy life. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't really get to hear firsthand stories from them or you know pieces of of advice or so for me to kind of start this page it was really like a search into the past of this is all the things that I would have probably have learned had I had you know that connection with the past through a grandparent or uh, an an old relative and unfortunately and this is not just Libya but I, I feel there's a shift from from that older generation where we no longer have that connection. We are just yeah. sort of, let's look into the future. Let's see what we can do in the future. What's life going to be like in five years' time, ten years' right. time? Wait a minute. The older generation have pearls of wisdom that they could be sharing. Nah. And I feel the balance is that the older generation guide the new generation because the new generation are the people who are going to have the ideas, the the sparks of energy, the you know, the tenacity to keep going and pushing through. Mm. And the older generation are going to be like, oh, you know what? If Maybe if you just try two degrees to the left and head over there and then try this first. And that's the guidance that we need. And that guidance is built upon decades of experience and sort of a connection with the past. So this right. page, as much as possible, I try to offer that visually. These are the things that we went through as a nation. So it's not all you know, sunshine and rainbows on the page. Right. I, I do actually have pictures of concentration camps mm-hmm. during the uh, Italian invasion of Libya. So yeah, I, I feel I feel the page offers that sort of reach into the past where people can see both, you know, the, the, the happy times and the not so happy times because that helps us move into the future. And now is the time to sort of have that connection with the past because we are going through a very difficult time right now there are so many lessons to be learned from from those moments the darkest moments of our past that we can sort of bring them into the present 
and they would help us navigate the current landscape. And unfortunately, what was done to us for for 42 years is is this sort of there is only one figurehead. There is only one Libyan that you need to be learning from. Right. There's this entire section of uh, Libyan history, which is focused on erasure of um, of roots and erasure of stories and counter um, cultures, counter cultures or anything. Right. It's. Like the Amazidi, like the North African kind of natives, for lack of a better term, or just completely like it's almost a genocide, right? Yeah, Yeah. like just like shuddered away in different directions. And the stories have become incredibly important for all of the Arab Spring. Um, A huge point for the the square in, uh, in Egypt when uh that that square in, in cairo like after the initial uprising there that allowed for like the arab spring to happen there was kind of the taking over the square and then after that everyone left and the story immediately shifted it's like oh so and so was kind of who led it and so and so was there and oh and this is how it happened but no it actually happened because of this and it was pr- probably funded by these people and it suddenly like the story can be picked apart as the people are picked away and like kidnapped killed or captured you know um and that is kind of the scariest part about dictatorship is the the stories will go away the narrative changes completely exactly. yeah. mm-hmm. and if you're not if you're not gathering it from you know first person sources like you end up with the orientalist kind of arabia right like all of the literature about arabia was from you know a couple of french uh like uh anthropologists i guess who went over to arabia and wrote a book and then like 70 years later that was what they used for you know uh describing the arab world up until you know recently so it's that narrative is very, very important to preserve um, and is really easy to do now because of technology and because, like, we have this ability to overcome language barriers to, to connect with family and, and people who are... And to share. document history, right? That's the most infuriating part is that we have that direct connection with the past yeah. and yet for some reason through lack of communication or a breakdown in communication, that is slowly eroding away. Yeah. And... The problem with that is that it will lead us down a rabbit hole of misconceptions driven by a deeply entrenched identity crisis. Because yeah. we, don't, we don't know who we are. So every turn we take is going to be the wrong turn. And that's going to affect us today. It's just like if you try and um, change your habits or change the way that you live every single day, you're going to go crazy. And if you try and reinvent your identity and your history every generation, then you're not going to be able to move forward or have like a a cohesive group or have like an identity, you know? Um, There's definitely beauty in Renaissance, but the Renaissance is, is beautiful because it's juxtaposed against what it's changing from. Ahmed. Yeah. Um. So I was just 
I was just sat here thinking. Um, I I have no sundial. I lost my sundial. Uh, do you have a daughter dial? Do you, I I I don't. Do you know what time it is? Um, uh, you know, actually, I, I lost my daughter dial. Um, we saw. Do you do you know what time it is? You both are pathetic. I know what time it is. Oh. It's question time! <laughs> I like the confidence that you came in, so I really want to keep the take. You guys are pathetic. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a good one. Do y'all think technology is making it easier or harder to keep in touch with people? I feel the best way to answer that question is to sort of break it down a bit, right? So the heart of the question is keeping in touch right that's what it wants to get at so what does it mean to keep in touch with someone is it simply checking up on them is it asking how they how they are or is it meeting up with people in person i feel the biggest lesson humanity as a whole has learned through this whole covid pandemic is that we need to be physically close to each other Mm -hmm. in order to feel that we're keeping in touch with someone Mm -hmm. right Technology can only get us so far, but it doesn't, there's, it, it, it's, it's lacking. So for me, like to keep in touch with someone, I think technology makes that easier because for me, keeping in, t- keeping in touch kind of means like, oh, casual catch up once every blue moon. So like I have friends who I like are extremely dear to me that I probably talk to once a year or so. But every time we do talk, it's like as if nothing has happened, like no time has passed or anything or they're not on the other side of the world. Or, um, so I feel like um, with that being said, technology has made keeping in touch easier and more accessible. I feel like for me, having the excessive amount of accessibility makes it harder and overstimulates too much technology overstimulates which makes it which makes keeping in touch with people less enticing sometimes for me um or it's like i just talked to you on the phone i don't need to see you tomorrow that's just too much would you say then technology overwhelms you to the degree that you don't even want to meet people in person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it'll suck the same amount of energy as going to a party Mm. like for me for me yeah i don't know for me uh like i very much like hanging out with people but the only way i've been able to socialize or maintain quarantine like this without just going full cabin fever eat the couch is um technology right (laughs) (laughs) like like being able to have like calls or streams or texts or games or anything just like to keep in touch with family and friends like that's what's really gotten me through this Do I think that technology has made it easier to keep in touch with people? Yes. With reality? No. I feel like... Yeah. And all... uh, It especially shows up when I'm looking for... When we were looking for apartments, it's like, oh, God, there's nothing for sale in our area. And then you just walk outside and you're like, oh, there's people who don't post their listings on the internet. So there Mm. is stuff available, but oh, God. And I I think that same level of being out of touch with reality sometimes manifests with people where you have like 
friends who are posting all these fabulous things in their life, but you call them or you meet up with them and they're like, they break down crying. Cause, down in the dumps. Yeah, because they're, it's, the, their highlight Aww. reel is, is the social media, right? Like, and you don't actually get to see what's happening backstage until you have that vulnerable space with them. And it's sometimes really hard to build that over uh, technology. Right. So, again, it goes back to what does it mean to keep in touch? Posting yeah. something online yeah. and social media, ironically named social media. There's nothing I, – I don't feel there's anything social about social media. It's all – his, like you said, here's a highlight reel of of my day or my week. You know, the, the three seconds that I was smiling, uh, here right. they are. Uh, and then people viewing it will think, oh, my God, this person is always smiling because this is all I see. But there's no human interac- interactivity there. There's no that human touch. Yeah. And it's wholesome, but also really sad when you read online people saying the first thing I'm going to do when this is all over is hug someone. Yeah. And you just realize how lonely people have become over this. Yeah. Right. So even with all the technology in the world that we have, people are still, still lonely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, like even, even in like, you, you people felt lonely, like before the pandemic because you know you have people who, even in marriages or in relationships, like they're always with each other, but they're not fully engaged they're not like fully in touch with each other they're not like um you know present and so you're lacking that presentness when you're when you're not when you're going over social media you know like that presentness that quality time that you spend with another human is i think essential for nurturing um ourselves and souls our lives now revolve around it even when we don't mean to so it's just like taken over but somebody posted something earlier and it was along the lines of um can we go back to the social media days where it wasn't a bunch of influencers um trying to make you buy stuff and live a certain lifestyle and people just like bought bags of skittles and posted the bag of skittles that they bought and it's a really <laughs> ugly <laughs> shot of bag of skittles yeah and where it was literally just like in that one filter everyone used exactly yeah. and, uh, back when instagram was ugly yeah and it just so I, I i saw that and i was like wow yes because now it is it's like everyone wants to be an influencer everyone wants to be funny money, be everyone wants to be funny everybody wants to have Everybody wants to have a home vlog. Everybody wants to have um, and it's just like, yeah, it could be used in great ways, but it's also just like, all right, another uh, marketing platform. Social media marketing is a thing you pay for. So yeah, it does, like you said, it does boil down to what does, it, de- it depends on your definition of keep in touch. Thank you so much for listening in. We look forward to hearing more from you all. Look out for our posts on Twitter and Instagram pages, both Third Culture Block with a three. This is Wissal Jibreen, Ahmed Mustafa, and Mohammed Ismail. <laughs>